Just after 3.30, Kimbo on the Reach with you. We are here thanks to IGA Supermarkets. How the locals like it. And we're live from Studio Lumo SA, right here at number one King William Street in the city. Just a reminder, the dominator, Wayne Johnson, Carlton superstar, coming up after four o'clock to preview tonight's big game against Sydney. And Daryl Wakeland, part of the SEN family, a premiership player, joins us after 4.30. But right now, Reach, we're going to talk to a little champion. No, he's a large champion. He's bigger than both of us. He's an absolute <laughs> beauty. He was drafted in 2009 at pick 17. That says you can play. He went on to play 73 games for Geelong, seven for Sydney, only 80 games, but he was cruel no, by knee injuries. That. Should have played 300, but yeah. he got a premiership with the Mighty Eagles, Woodville West Torrens, mm-hmm. and won a Ken Farmer medal. And he'll be calling all the action with Paul Bonzer in the Sample on Sunday. Two huge games. Who am I talking about, Roach? You're talking about our good friend, Dan Menzel. Dan, welcome to the show. Boys, how's that for an intro? That's um, very good of you, Kimbo. There's some good info there. But no, thanks for having me on. No, we love you. You're a very good man, but you want to be good. We had Jack Hanathon last week, and he was brilliant. Yeah, I've played a bit of footy with Jack, so um, Jack is brilliant. I'm going to stand by that as well. <laughs> All right. Two big games. They get underway on Sunday. I think the Royal Show's finished by then. Yes. Rich, so hopefully some a bigger crowd. <laughs> Shall uh, we ask Dan? What? Our key question. Uh, say that again? Shall we ask Dan the key question? Well, you've, inter- they, you've interrupted. You might as well. Should they be having finals other than the grand final at Adelaide Oval, Dan? Should we be in it's suburbia? Oh, it's, a, it's an interesting debate. I've, I've spoken with a few people about this, and I think you get a different answer from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, players love playing at Adelaide Oval, so I think if they had their way, they would keep it at Adelaide Oval just because amazing grounds, amazing decks. And I'll be honest, if I was a Sturt player, I don't know if I'd want to be playing at Wigan Oval at the moment. Um, with the the ground condition compared to Adelaide Oval. So I, I understand both arguments, but I'm happy with them at Adelaide Oval. Really? Every coach, every well, coach we we've spoken them? to, yeah, every coach we've spoken to in the Sandfall would like them at the suburban grounds. Like uh, Sturt and Glenelg yeah, have seven. Yeah, if they're the home team. Yeah, yes, well, yeah. if you earn the right, you yeah. should be rewarded. I mean, they were two magnificent games on the weekend, and they say there were 8,000 there, but, gee, you, you couldn't see anyone. They must have been sitting up in the bleachers. Yeah, it's, oh, it's an interesting one. I think that if if you're a standalone team and you're a Glenelg, for example, and you play your finals at home and then you take on, for example, the Crows in the grand final at Adelaide Oval without having played there in the previous finals, I think it's an advantage to the Crows. So I think teams don't mind the sharpen up and playing on that ground that they've got to win it at. And Sturt's a great example. They play on a small ground. They they want to win the premiership. They've got to be playing good footy at uh, Adelaide Oval. All right. We like all, all different opinions. I reckon they have a training run during the week and yep. they should be able to deal with that. Hey, some great footy, as we mentioned last week. Your old mob central district showed a stack of courage mm. against Port Adelaide. They take on Sturt. I think this is a little tougher. Although they've troubled Sturt all year. I'm talking to Dan. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting one. I, I agree, Kimbo, that is tougher. However, the double blues, it's not been a great week for them. Will Kumlis is out suspended this week. Mm. Clay, um, Guy Page has a hamstring. Doyle was out. And unfortunately, Paddy Wilson's got a partial ACL tear and Ooh. is done for the season. So that's four massive players that would be in that team uh, that would not be there on the weekend. So it's lined up quite nicely for the Dogs. Uh, I think that 
they need to play even better than they did last week to be mm. a chance. But I, I, I see this as a line ball game. I really do with those yeah. outs. I agree, Dan. And I would think even though they have not won their two games against Sturt this year, Central District would walk out of those two games saying, we have put them on the ropes. We get our act together. We get them in the final. Yeah, and the other thing with that, Roach, is they are finishing games as well as any. Mm. They are backing in their fitness level at the moment and the fact that they play at X Convenience Oval on the biggest ground yes. in the world. So yep. they will be backing themselves. But against Sturt, who play at Wigan Oval, almost the smallest ground in the world, they'll be backing their fitness that if they're in the game and if they can stay in the game for longer then they'll be good enough. So I do see this coming down to the last quarter, a close game. All right. Uh, what can you tell us about Justin Hoken, who plays his 200th Sandful game? Yeah, Hosko's um, been... He's played a number of positions at the Dogs. It's, he's sort of the Mr. Fixer. He goes down to half-back when they need to get some intercept and some rebound run, but then he's also played a fair bit up forward and then through the midfield. So... He's one that just plugs holes for you, and he's probably not athletically gifted in any way. It's just his natural ability and smarts that is why he's played 200 sample games and, and done that at a very high rate. And you're tipping, just to put it on the record, between Sturt and Central and a margin? Uh, I'm going to go with the Central's fans get into me, so I'm going to back him in for this one, and I'm going to go by four points the dogs. Okay. Four points the doggy, so a close one. Glenelg take on Adelaide. That was a wonderful game to watch. Uh, Sturt leading by about 35 points. They had Adelaide on toast. Adelaide fought back twice and eventually got the chockies. Glenelg, we spoke to Liam McBean. You've played in final series and you've won a premiership. Uh, they're playing one game in four weeks. Is that a great preparation? It's it's a very interesting question. I think with Glenelg, and I spoke with Lockie Hosey about this this week, is they had a few guys that were a little bit underdone and in doubt last weekend if they had to play. So I actually think that the break is going to be good mm. for them. It's going to have them freshened up. They're going to be cherry ripe to go. So I think that it will help in this case. Now, obviously, if they win, then it means they're straight through the grand final and maybe the prep isn't ideal. But I remember in 2021 when we played Glenelg and, and made it through to the grand final, if we didn't win that game, we would have had a few guys that probably wouldn't have played the prelim. So as a player, you take the week off. Dan, if we look at Adelaide in the AFL season, whereby every time a defender fell by injury, they kept calling up a young soldier and they held it together. What's left at a sample level for them to be able to hold out all those attacking options that Glenelg has? Yeah, I think this is a really interesting part of this game. Is the For mine, the biggest player in this game is actually not playing, and that's Kieran Strawn for the Crows. Oh, yes. The fact that he is not back in means that they're probably mm. going to have to ruck Gallant, mm. and that takes away from their forward line. Now, Borlase is the other option, but... You can't ruck Borlase because you've got Liam McBean, you've got yes. Lockie Hosey, and you've got Luke Reynolds for Glenelg. So he needs to be in the back line, which I think we'll see. Um, but what I think that does is it means that Toby Pink and Max Proud, without Gallant up there in the forward line, will just control that back line for Glenelg. And it definitely puts me and swings me in the direction of the Bays um, to be too strong without that dominant ruck for the Crows. Yeah, I agree. And we spoke to Mickey Godden. He led us to believe, wait till we get our hands on Mickey, that uh, Strawny would be okay. Not the case. And we saw James Borlase in the ruck against Sturt. It uh, doesn't come naturally to him. Adelaide lose uh, Matty Wright. So all that experience and he's so smart around the goals. Mm. And Nan Curvis as well, who looks a genuine talent. Yeah, it definitely does, and, and you're right. That experience with Wright going out is going to hurt the Crows, and Nan Curvis, we know what he's showed so far this season. So 
I think for mine, for Adelaide to win the game, they will back in their outside run. They're AFL players that can use their speed, and, and they've been able to kick high scores at Adelaide over this season against Port Adelaide in the showdown twice. And even against the Eagles, we played in a game where they kicked 100, no issues. Um, for Glenelg, on the flip side, I think across the ground, they will match up better. Mm-hmm. So they just need to stop the potent offense of the Crows, and I think they will be too good. And last one, Dan. Matty Crouch gets a two-year deal. Common sense prevails, uh, but not available, not playing in the sand for. Is that common sense as well? Uh, I think that's his manager saying there is no way you will be stepping out there to yeah. play in the Stanford because what's the upside? I mean, as a player in that position, I have no doubt he's going, do I want to do this? I'm, potentially, I do. Like, I, mm. I'll get to play with mates, maybe win yep. a play. Um, but not just that. The other thing is he'd back himself in that he would say, I will be the best player in the competition in this final series by a mile. Yeah. And so there'd be that element. But at the same time, you get on the phone to the manager and he goes, no, what if you do a serious injury and then that two years is derailed because of this? So it is, common sense has prevailed. Yeah, Dan, I agree. We've asked you all the tough questions. Here we go. Now we want you to sit in the match review on, officer's hang chair. Hang on, we'll just get a selection, a final selection oh, yes. margin on that one, that game, the Adelaide Glenelg game. Yeah, I'm going to go Glenelg by 20 points. Very good. Right, Rich. Now, Hit him with Michael it. Christian has stepped aside. The AFL's called you. They've put you in front of a monitor and you're looking at the Maynard incident from the final last night at the MCG. Your verdict, sir? My verdict is that he gets off. Now, that might not be everyone's opinion. Um, I would expect that he gets off for a week. The point I would have with this, and if I'm making the decision, I think he gets off, but I also think that there potentially, the question I have for you guys is, is there a finals tax on this at all? Um, Knowing that if it's two weeks, he misses the grand final. Does that come into it or it shouldn't, but does it? I think it does. Uh, I think what will happen, you can manufacture an argument either way in this situation. You can say, yes, he was trying to smother the ball, but it was still front on contact. Front on contact is front on contact. I don't think it was deliberate. He did manage to turn the shoulder mid-air. You know, they'll suggest, and we've heard some of the ridiculous suggestions that's come out of the tribunal in the past, Rich, that a player should have done XXX Duty in, of a, care. in a microsecond. I think they will manufacture a result somehow that he gets one game, and if they're good enough to make the grand final, he will play the grand final. That is my guesstimate of how this will play out because concussion is such a big issue. We touched on it earlier in the show. Like, you see all the advert. When it happened, you're watching Channel 7. Then it goes to the promo for Spotlight for John Platten with what he's going through at the moment. And I'm living that firsthand as Mm. they're living with me at the moment. And it is real. So I just don't think in this day and age the AFL cannot penalise someone for knocking someone out, whether it was an accident or not. Yeah, and that argument is probably what I think will happen, and I agree with you that uh, I'm, I'm okay with one week. The, mm. the point I'd probably make for the Maynard side is having played in finals and high-pressure games at MCG, the speed of the game and everything happens so yeah. quickly and the adrenaline is so high that you run and you jump and you do these things without even thinking about it. And you've all of a sudden hit someone as they've kicked and potentially gone down a little bit. So I feel for him in this situation because I agree. People are saying it was on purpose and everything else. That's not what's happened in no. this occasion. But I do completely understand your point, Kimbo, that with everything that's happening, you've got to make the right call. 
for the future. And I would be happy with one week, um, but I'd equally be happy with, with him getting off. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm probably with you there. Hey, your broadcast starts at 11.30 with Paul Bonzer. He's a good man. He's so passionate about the Sandford. We really look forward to your coverage on SEN. Two cracking games, Sturt taking on the Doggies and Glenelg taking on Adelaide. That all gets underway on Sunday. Coverage starts at 11.30. Really appreciate your time, Dan, and we look forward to listening to your call on the weekend. No, I can't wait. Thanks, boys. Thanks, Thanks for having Dan. me on. He's an absolute ripper, Roach. He'll take our job. Oh, yeah, why not? Why not? He's a good man. I can't hang on. What are you doing? Oh, my goodness. We are live on air and Roach is just gesticulating. I had no idea what he was doing. He has had the run out to go to the toilet. I cannot believe it. I wonder what was happening there. All right, I'm here by myself, so we might as well go to a break. Um, uh, SENSA is your home of Host Plus Sandville League. Listen live every weekend right here on SENSA. After being in the media for 30 years, you'd think he'd be able to say, Kimbo, I've got to go and use the amenities. No, he just runs off in silence. Uh, it's all happening here.